The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. All this has happened before. Hey kids, Townsend Coleman here, the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Tom Kane, this is the voice of Yoda on Star Wars. Hey yo, it's Wobat, and a big yee-haw to you all. I used to be Luke too. Hi, my name is Oli Shoshan. I play Jedi Master Shakti. Hi, Butch Patrick here, Eddie Munster. Hi, this is Jim. Hi, this is Bill Farmer. You're listening to the Neverland Podcast. Welcome to Neverland, to Disney and beyond. And it will all happen again. And now your head lost boy, the Spider Pan. Walk on the eyes of each pan. Jeremy. Originally released theatrically on June 28th in 1947, the Looney Tunes animated short titled Easter Yeggs featured Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. Bugs Bunny finds the Easter Bunny, also called the Easter Rabbit, throughout this cartoon sitting on a rock, crying, telling Bugs that his feet are sore. Now this, of course, is a characterization taken from Mel Blanc's Happy Postman radio character, including his ironic catchphrase. Well, remember... Keep smiling. Every year I get some dumb bunny to do my work for me. <clears throat> in the first house the Bugs Bunny will visit, he'll meet a little mean red-haired little kid known as Dead End Kid. It's Easter Rabbit, hooray! Making life funny, hooray! Hooray! I'm glad I don't have to do this for a living. I am getting loony toony tatched in the head. This whole thing is goony. I should have stood in bed. Who, uh, smashes the egg and attacks bugs. The next house that Bugs Bunny goes to, and now, of course, a lot less joyous. Remember, keep smiling. He's Easter Rabbit, hooray! Is the home of Elmer Fudd. I'm waiting for the Easter Wabbit. When he comes in, looking so fluffy and cute with his little basket of Easter eggs, bang! Easter Wabbit stew! <laughs> now, you might wonder exactly why I'm talking about a Looney Tunes cartoon on a Disney program. It's this suspense that gets me. Well, because, you know, today that I'm recording this, it happens to be April Fool's. But what I'm actually going to talk about, I've got a little bit of information about the classic, old-fashioned Easter Parade that was held at Disneyland, April 1st, 1956. Now, according to the D23 website, this is with an active turn-of-the-century Main Street going on in 1956, and this was, of course, Main Street, USA, it seemed natural to have an old-fashioned parade, just as small-town residents might have experienced in the day, and what better occasion than on Easter? So when Easter fell on this day in 1956, Disneyland's Director of Entertainment, Tommy Walker, produced a recreation of an old-fashioned Easter parade. There were neither electronic sound systems nor pre-recorded soundtracks at the time, and there were no Disney characters dancing down the parade route. This parade was close to what occurred on Main Streets 50 years earlier. The impressive display of turn-of-the-century vehicles traveling up and down the parade route was thanks to the participation of the Horseless Carriage Club. There was also an accent on Easter fashion, ladies dressed to the hilt, and most wore Easter bonnets with celebratory frills. 
Now this tradition would sort of return with the Walt Disney World Happy Easter Parade on television, which aired April 7th, 1985 on ABC and became an annual tradition. This was directed by Paul Miller, hosted by Rick Dees and Joan London at first, and only in 1986, though, did the Walt Disney World Easter Parade appear as part of the CBS Easter Parade, March 30th, 1986, which switched between the Walt Disney World Parade and one on Fifth Avenue in New York City. The 1988 parade was hosted by Joan London, Alan Thicke, and Regis Philbin. The telecast continued until 1999. Spring is a magical time of year, a time when our whole world undergoes a miraculous transformation. Birds that vanished from sight months ago suddenly reappear. Plants seem to change before our eyes to brightly colored bouquets, and everything comes magically to life. Hi, everybody. I'm Doug Henning, your grand magical marshal of Easter illusion here in the Magic Kingdom. In the next hour, you'll witness wondrous marvels, sensational songs, and extra special doings in the biggest, happiest Easter celebration ever. Hey, Doug, come on. Well, I'd like to tell you a lot more, but the Calliope's waiting, and they can't get things started without me. So why don't you come along and follow the band? to Walt Disney World's Happy Easter Parade. With our grand magical marshal of Easter illusion, Doug Henning. And starring New Edition, The Oak Ridge Boys, The Radio City Music Hall Rockettes, Jack Wagner, and our special springtime guest, George Burns. With your parade hosts, Joan London and Rick Dee. And an Easter extravaganza of Walt Disney World singers, dancers, and performers. illusion was unbelievable. I hope you have a lot more magic like that for us. Well, Joan, would you like to see a silver ball floating in the air, or a car levitated magically above the ground, or how about a miraculous, wondrous metamorphosis? Well, they all sound terrific. Which one should we see now? 
Rick, you'll have to wait just a few minutes because I found some very special places to create all those illusions over at Epcot Center. In fact, I've got to head over to Morocco right now. All right, then we'll get the parade started on Main Street and we'll catch up with you a little later, okay? Then let me declare the Happy Easter Parade officially ready to begin. Time celebration you can imagine you've come to the right place. I'm Rick Dees. And I'm Jan London. Stay tuned for a magical musical hour of fun. The Happy Easter Parade is headed your way. And now back to the Happy Easter Parade. Easter Parade from the Magic Kingdom. You're back just in time for the start of the parade, and you are in for a special treat. Oh, that's right, Rick. The world-famous Rockettes from Radio City Music Hall are making a rare appearance outside their New York home base. They've been performing there since 1932, so we've been waiting about 53 years to see them in our Easter Parade, and they'll be here this summer. And I think it's been worth waiting for. <laughs> you know it. So let's kick off our parade right now with the world-famous Rockettes. A jolly, I were on the trolley and lost my heart in step. I hoped I hadn't stepped upon her feet. I asked her name and held my breath. I couldn't speak because she scared me half to death. Wow! coming down the street. It's a pretty big change from the Rockettes routines, don't you think? What's the matter? Haven't you ever seen ostriches and hippos walking in time to music? I'm just glad I'm not out there. If one of those hippos stepped on your foot, it could give a whole new meaning to the word breakdance. Look at that. That is the world's biggest Easter egg. It's all painted in pastel yellow and pink and lavender. Everybody gets the chance to welcome the head buddy now and sing along with one of the most popular Easter tunes ever. Here comes Peter Cottontail. And that especially includes all the kids here on Main Street and all of you watching at home. So sing along. Come on, you know the words. Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. 
Mrs. Easter Bunny making a special appearance for our Happy Easter Parade, and they're getting everybody into the spirit of the parade here tonight. Just the right place to get into the spirit for his next illusion, the enchanted silver sphere. I can't think of a better place in the mysterious land of Morocco and World Showcase. That's right, and let's see what our grand magical marshal has conjured up. Here we are under the stars in the courtyard of the Moroccan pavilion for the enchanted silver sphere. All who gaze upon it regain the innocence and wonder of childhood. explanation. Wait a minute. What is it? It was magic. Oh. <laughs> and we're going to do a little magic of our own right here. Turning back the clock with a Sunday scroll by the citizens of Main Street, USA. And they are all decked out in their Easter best. This is what the best dressed people wore about 90 or 100 years ago, before there were TVs or airplanes or music videos. Now, this is the part that I really like. You want to buy my old 10-speed? Actually, Rick, there's a big difference between just an old bike and these authentic restorations of the original bicycles used in the late 1800s, like that high-wheeler. Lots of things have changed since then in transportation, fashion, and communications. And our next guests are especially interested in that last category. Let's go back over to Epcot Center for a little lesson in communication from one of the hottest new groups of the 80s, New Edition.
Even though baseball isn't an American invention, it's also a variation of a game called rounders. And rounders is what the early American colonists played before the War of Independence. That's more than 200 years ago. Right. But it's Abner Doubleday who's really given credit for coming up with the first set of rules for the modern game. Well, even that was way back in 1839. I mean, it was before the Civil War. Those guys riding behind our street game will have lots of fans yelling for them in the bleachers this year. They are the world champion Detroit Tigers. Ooh. Must really be some feeling to become the best team in baseball, you know? They must have felt like they were floating 10 feet off the ground. Well, you know, you don't have to win a World Series to get that floating feeling. Well, there is another way. Yes, there is. Doug Henning's found one, but we have to go to the United Kingdom and World Showcase to get a look. Hi there. Hi. How are you? Hey, come on, you little cutie. Come with me over to this sporty little roadster. Hop right in. <laughs> What's your name? Kristen, Kristen, come on over here to Henning's Magical Garage. Ooh, it is a sporty roadster. I'm gonna fill it up with petrol. Now, can I check under your hood? Good. Whoa. <laughs> How about that? Can I check your suspension? Good. Very good suspension. Going up. It's high test petrol, Kristen. Now a fun part. down. This is showbiz Christian, so look out at the audience and smile. Thank you, and come back again to Henning's Magical Garage. Now, I wonder if Doug's car uses regular uh, unleaded magic to levitate. Oh, to get high mileage oh, like that. It, I don't know that is. <laughs> well, you're probably right now. On the street right now, we got some guys who can give you the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Well, musically, that is. It's a tradition as American as baseball and the Rockettes, the Barbershop Quartet. <laughs> Barbershop Quartet started in the United States. Some of the best groups are actually Canadian. What can I say but... That's Donald's duck in the next section of our parade. In fact, Donald's taking all of his nephews and Daisy down 
down by the sea for some fun in the sun. Well, Donald and Daisy don't seem to have a care in the world. Just enjoying a little Florida sunshine. Or, you know, and since it's nighttime, I guess it'd be moonshine. <laughs> I guess you're right. Hey, Rick, look at those old-fashioned bathing suits. You know, outfits like that used to be very much in fashion. They used to be considered very attractive. I mean, today I know we'd laugh at anyone who showed up at the beach dressed like that. Gee, it really shows how out-of-date things can get. Yes, but there are a few things that improve with age, like old wine. And our next guest, George Burns. George, are you ready? Am I ready? I've been ready for 89 years. It's nice being part of your Easter parade. If I knew they were going to be running around in those old bathing suits, I would have taken mine out of the trunk and joined them. <laughs> but then again, it might have been too exciting. It shows my knees. <laughs> That's not too funny. But it's, it's Easter, what's another egg? I love Easter. When I woke up this morning, I found an Easter basket at the foot of my bed. It was filling not finding the basket waking up. <laughs> I just realized I never worked for Disney before. I guess I'm not animated enough. <laughs> but I'm out in Disneyland all the time. There isn't a ride I haven't been on. That's what happens when you go with young girls. <laughs> Last month, I lost my hair riding down the Space Mountain. <laughs> See, that, that's, that's not true. When I, when I lie, I tell you it's a lie. That way it's not a lie, which is also not true. <laughs> now I want you to sit back and relax because you're in for an exciting evening. I'm gonna sing. <laughs> I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna sing two songs. If you like them, I'll sing three. And if you don't like them, I'll sing 38. <laughs> All ballads. Okay, Morty, Helen Brown. Oh, she looks like Helen Brown, the best-dressed gal in town. Got skin you'd like to touch, never lets you touch it much. Oh, she won a beauty crown in a new red satin gown. She knocked the boys dead when she wore red, but she looked like Helen Brown. <laughs> I guess. I've mentioned... I'd mention the name of the writer who wrote that song, but he asked me not to. Here's a song that you might like. My, my kid brother, he's a lazy kid. One day's work is all the work he did. Wrote a song entirely wrong. Up in Yonkers, it has gone strong. George M. Cohen and the other gang heard my brother when the song he sang. He said it cannot miss. It's bound to be a hit. How can it miss? How can it miss when the chorus goes like this? Wait a minute, that's French. I don't speak French. Uh, here's, here's my last song, and you better like it. And if you don't, we'll be here for a long time. Oh, I woke up in the dawn. My love was gone. And there was I beneath the skies of gray. So my hat, I gave a tilt. 
My cane, I gave a twirl, went merrily, merrily, merrily on my way. Oh, I didn't have a cent, my rent I spent. I knew I'd have to leave the key a pay. So my hat, I gave a tilt, my cane, I gave a twirl, went merrily, merrily, merrily on my way. But in the lining of my pocket, I happened to find a lonesome little dime. I'll just have to toss it up, says I. Heads for coffee, tails for shine. But it fell upon the ground, and there it found an open manhole where it went astray. So my hat I gave a tilt, my cane I gave a twirl, went merrily, 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 finish Morty. Great piano player, thank you. looks at that old trunk of his, I wonder if he'd find Easter bonnets like these. If he did, they'd probably have to match that swimsuit, you know, the one that shows his knees. <laughs> well, you know, Joan, George Burns and our happy Easter parade do have a lot in common. What? Well, they, they both make you feel like a kid again, and you hope they keep on going forever. Uh, well, there's still lots more parade to see tonight. The Oak Ridge Boys, Jack Wagner, more magic from Doug Kenning, and a visit from a very special baby. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Get on with the parade. Taking a little trip through the looking glass with Alice in Wonderland. And you know, Joan, ever since I first read this book by Lewis Carroll, I've identified with Alice at that crazy tea party with the Mad Hatter and all of his friends. Well, personally, I lean more toward the White Rabbit. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, well, I get up very early in the morning for Good Morning America, and I have to be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> and, and I'm always feeling like I'm late, late for a very, very important, important date. date. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, I don't know how you do it, Joan. I still have to have my mother give me a wake-up oh, call. Oh, please. Really, she does, right on time. Whoa, look at those horses leading the country music jamboree. They are huge. Well, they're called Percherons, Joan, and each one weighs about 1,800 pounds. And there are the bears. With the down-home band, there's Wendell and Shaker with Big Allen and Liver Lips on the hay wagon, keeping the tempo just right for a big stomp and hoedown. here today, especially for our parade, and they're showing us a folk dance right out of the Appalachian Mountains. Wow. I think I'd like to see a little flog in there. Look at them go. I'd like to see those dancing hippos do that. 
Clara Cluck and all the chicks down the old barnyard singing nine to five. And it's probably more like dawn to dusk with all the eggs she's going to be giving away. Actually, Rick, hens like Clara do an incredible job of producing eggs for us to eat about 12 billion eggs a year. At least she looks excited about it. Oh, I think she's really worried about meeting everybody's egg expectations. Oh, no, come on. Still, probably it's a good egg experience. All right, that's enough uh -huh. egg yolks. Oh, please. <laughs> no. Well, egg skews all me. Right, all right, all right. Shall we continue? Oh, stop it. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Clara and her feathered friends get back to work. Oh, we get over to our next musical guest. And we've got a springtime song for you. And what setting could be more appropriate than April in Paris? And I can't think of a group I'd rather see singing on the streets of France at World Showcase than these four guys, the Oak Ridge Boys. The way you kiss me When we're walking down the street It's the words you whisper When we're drifting off to sleep A certain way you touch me The way you say hello
folks. The Oak Ridge Boys are a country music classic, and there's a Disney classic down on Main Street right now. It's Mary Poppins and Bert from another Disney movie based on characters from the book. This time, P.L. Travers was the writer. You know what they say, I mean, you can dance with penguins, you can dance with anybody. Is that what they say? Mm -hmm. I never heard that before. The chimney sweeps. Working high up on roofs of houses probably meant that they had to be as sure-footed as these dancers. Oh, cleaning chimneys had to be an awfully dirty job, John. That's true. I wonder if Doug Henning could have figured out a way to do it magically. Well, I know one thing. He's found a way to do the next best thing. A way to change clothes after the cleaning's done in the blink of an eye. Let's go over to the future world right now at Epcot Center to witness a magical metamorphosis. <laughs> and now, featuring my wife, Debbie, the fastest illusion in the world, metamorphosis. I need a volunteer, somebody to come up. Oh, there's a young lady right there. Would you like to come up here and give me a hand? Just stand right over there. What's your name? Tracy, I'd like you to knock on top of the box. Make sure it's good and solid. Kick on the bottom there. Oh, yes, very solid. Don't hurt your foot. Come on over here, Tracy. I'd like you to hold on to the top. Check the latches and knock on both sides. Make sure it's very solid indeed. Here we go. How's it look, Tracy? All right? Good, just stay in around the back here, right in here, and watch very closely. Because we have handcuffs, two chains around each one of Debbie's wrists, locked with these padlocks. Tracy, I want you to make sure escape's completely impossible, or at least highly unlikely. <laughs> here we go. Debbie's locked right down inside of the handcuffs here. Okay, Tracy, check that lock too. Down she goes inside the satin sack. Okay, Tracy, hold on to the top of the sack. This makes escape completely impossible now. Down she goes. Help me throw on the top, and we'll put the latches all the way around. You see how the latches sort of fold over there? Good. Now, just to make sure, Tracy, I'd like you to take this end of the chain, put it through there and there, and I'll meet you at the front. 
luck with this padlock. Tracy, come right around here. I'd like you to check the padlock. Make sure it's completely tight. The keys. Take the keys. Go stand right over there and watch from the back. That's right, you got it. As Doug might say, seeing is believing. For example, what would you say if I happened to see a dinosaur walking around the area? A dinosaur? Yeah. I'd say I was in trouble. Yeah? And I'd say I was, I'm in trouble right now. Uh, what don't is worry, this? don't worry, don't worry, he's a friend. <laughs> this is Baby, the star of the new movie of the same name. Baby. I just invited him along to be a kid. I know. His nose twitches and his eyes. He's a cute little guy. He's big for his age, isn't he? Not really for a brontosaurus. You see, dinosaurs like Baby used to roam the earth millions of years ago, before <laughs> cities and countries, really even before people were around. Used to. Look at this. I know. They all mysteriously disappeared a long time ago. I don't think anybody really knows why. Apparently, they didn't all disappear. Look at this. <laughs> Eyes go up and what, what does the brontosaurus eat? Anything, Anything he wants. Right. Actually, actually, even though some dinosaurs look pretty ferocious, lots of them like baby here. They just eat plants and leaves and things. So he's a vegetarian. That's right. Mm -hmm. He really is. He's a vegetarian. And as the newest addition to the Disney family, Baby takes his place next to some pretty famous characters. Well, if they're over the parade, I wish he would. Like right now, it looks like Cinderella's court, which of course means she can't be far behind. The Magic Kingdom, she always gets this kind of fanfare. Well, royalty wouldn't be royalty without a court full of finely dressed ladies and gentlemen. Oh, look, there she is, the beautiful lady herself, Cinderella. Hello. Please blow me a kiss. There it is for you, Rick. Hello. And there she is for him. That's my date tonight. How'd she get in there? charming yet do you no 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 but don't worry because we've got a substitute for the prince who's going to do very very nicely and even though this fellow isn't a prince himself he sure is charming dedicating this love song to our lady in the coach and cinderella's everywhere here's jack wagner There's a quiet time 
Easter Parade. And you're just in time for our parade finale. 
Here come the lovely young ladies of the Azalea Trail Court of Mobile, Alabama, escorted by junior naval officers from the Orlando Naval Training Center. Now those dress whites just look great. Boy, they look wonderful. Everybody here on Main Street had a fantastic time, too, don't you think? It's been terrific. But, you know, we have a lot of people to thank for that. Yep, I tell you, we want to thank the new addition, the Oak Ridge Boys, Jack Wagner, and, of course, our special guest, oh, George Burns. And all the Walt Disney World performers and Mickey and his friends who put on such a great show. And a special thanks to our grand magical marshal, Doug Henning. Doug, can you hear us? I sure can, Rick. And I'd like to thank you and Joan and each and every one of the people here and around the world for making this the biggest, most wondrous, magical springtime celebration ever. At least until we do it even better next year. But before we go, Joan and Rick, let's all sing along the most famous Easter song ever, Easter Parade. Happy Easter, everybody. enjoyed watching Walt Disney World's Happy Easter Parade from the Magic Kingdom in Florida. From our family to yours, have a very happy Easter and a magical springtime. This is Dick Tufel. Friday, Webster's homemade rocket fuel creates an unexpected blast-off on Webster. Then Belvedere has to bail out the family when Kevin's campaign to save the animals lands him in the slammer on Mr. Belvedere. you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, our shop, our contact page, where you can easily send an email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. You can also find our Neverlanders page, where you can find out how to become an official lost boy or pixie, because girls are too clever to get lost. Become a real Neverlander! Please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support to keep the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit Patreon.com slash NeverlandPodcast to donate to Keeping the Pixie Dust Alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland Podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions and a very special thanks to Yeehaw Bob Jackson at yeehawbob.com. 
for our new ending music. God bless! Yeah! Hello, everybody. This is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, it's true. Neverland Podcast, we love you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.